Super Talk Mississippi Media Production. Hi, this is Dr. Andy Barlow with the Chiropractic Physician Center of Tupelo and author of the number one best-selling book, The Code Breaker. Are you sick and tired of being sick and tired? Then call my office at 662-844-1414 and order my new book, The Code Breaker. And now, it's Coast View with Ricky Matthews. Brought to you by J. Allen Toyota and AGJ Systems and Networks on Super Talk 103.1 FM. Welcome back to Coast View. As usual, I enjoyed that conversation with Jeff Duncan. We're really lucky to have uh, access to, to Jeff. I hope he's right. I hope there's hope in this season yet as we start getting these re- returning players. And... Um, Tonight should be a fun game. Actually, that's that's I'm looking forward to it. Hey, let's uh, we're going to flip this uh, page now and move over to my friend Jeremy England, Senator Jeremy England, and um, you know he's been a regular here on Co- on Coast View, someone I admire. And uh, let me first just say, how you doing, my friend? Ricky, I'm doing great. So Hope you're doing well. I always ask you to do this, but but re- remind our audience what the unique uh, area is you represent. Yeah, absolutely. So so Senate District 51 goes basically all the way to the Alabama line in Jackson County. So the communities of East Central, uh, City of Moss Point, and then I come all the way back over to uh, the western side of the county and include, um, I've got a little bit of Pascagoula, Goche, Ocean Springs, and and the community of St. Martin and Van Cleave. Uh, mm-hmm. so, so the northern part of Jackson County, uh, east to west, pretty much. Well, you know, I have always had a fascination with our forefathers. <laughs> I'm talking about from the very beginning of the formation of our country to those engaged in the Constitution and the Declaration of Independence and all the things that made our country amazing. And, uh, you know, I'm a, I was a, you know, I am a big fan of Jefferson and what he brought to the table. FDR, I noticed that you recently finished a book on FDR and you've, you've read a long list of uh, prior presidents, but FDR does stand out doesn't he it, he does yeah he looked i mean to be president during uh you know coming out of the great depression and then heading into world war ii uh you know he he had a lot on his plate to say the least um so so by virtue of where he was and look one thing that i found uh very enlightening about that was that he was dealing with with big figures all over the country or all over the world really with churchill and stalin and and mao and and, and other folks and he sat down at the table and, and led even among yeah. those big personalities. So he was a, he was a leader. Yeah. When he, when he won the Nobel prize, I think in 1905, I remember reading about him once that he wasn't even engaged in some of the onsite stuff, but mostly what the Nobel prize, Nobel prize uh, pointed out was his back channel leadership and what he was providing during those times. And it amazes me really, to be honest with you, because they didn't have all this modern technology, which is one of the comments I made on your Facebook. Right. Uh, what a incredible moment in our in our world's history that he was involved in. Yeah, oh, pretty. Yeah, cool. absolutely. It was okay, great. So book. then, yeah, Theodore Roosevelt, mm-hmm. you know, distant cousin, uh, who was our twenty sixth president, and I quoted him this week uh, because I'm a big outdoorsman, and you know, as you know, Theodore Roosevelt was the guy who brought the vision that created two hundred thirty million acres of the national park. In America, but here's something that he said, and I, I love these these. I mean, again, these visionaries that helped form the United States. But he said this: in a civilized and cultivated country, wild animals only continued to exist at all when preserved by sportsmen. 
the excellent people who protest against all hunting and consider sportsmen the enemy of wildlife are ignorant of the fact that in reality, the genuine sportsman is by all odds the most important factor in keeping the larger and more valuable wild creatures from total extermination. Um, and that was, man, think about when he said this. You know, I mean, this is truly remarkable to me that these, they already saw that the industrialization or certainly the, the, the America becoming inhabited was going to have an impact on on our land and that that they needed to bring some kind of incredible vision to the table that would help protect it and as it relates to mississippi we're so lucky to live in mississippi i, I say this all the time jeremy that 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 mississippi is the capital of outdoors in the united states for a lot of good reasons and right. i love seeing on facebook you out hunting with your son and enjoying the outdoors with your son but you're not alone are you i mean this is this is one of these god-given rights we have isn't it it absolutely is. And look, you mentioned my son, but I, I find myself often in the house in an argument over who I'm going to take hunting, whether it be my son or my wife <laughs> here lately. She likes to go also. But, but you know, you mentioned sportsmen. And to be a true sportsman, I think you have to be a conservationist and you have to be an environmentalist. You know, you have to love getting out and, and doing that um, and, and protecting the, the element and, and, and just having a full appreciation of, of when you go hunting, it's not about going, you know, you're not going to harvest an animal every time, you know, you, you go out there and you enjoy the outdoors, you enjoy the, the sunrise or the sunset and the, the smell and the, the, just everything about the outdoors and Mississippi is so blessed to have, uh, to have that. And here in Jackson County, where I can go from my front door smelling the, you know, the bayou and the salty air and, and then drive, you know, 30 minutes north and smell the pine trees and, and get out into nature and get out into the woods. I mean, it's, it, it's why we call it God's country. We are so, we're so lucky. Of course, you're from Jackson County and Walter Anderson is from Jackson County, the great artist. And we've had shows dedicated to Walter Anderson, but he said this, and I've read this a couple of times on my show, but I will read it to you because I want you to grasp how incredibly poetic this is. He said this, and he said, by the way, he said this after he had been on Horn Island for a long, long period of time by himself, kind of soaking it all up. But he said this, all movement is to invisible music. It comes from the sun and the wind and the running rabbit and a crowing cock. All together, it is part of a great symphony. The longer we listen and the quieter we are, the more we hear. And when we do hear, we are part of the music instead of an unwelcome interruption. When you're sitting alone in the woods, that's what you feel, isn't it? Oh, it absolutely is. And and look, those are some of the, the best moments of time with, with Levi and I are, are just sitting there being quiet. And, and, you know, when you hear a rustle of a leaf or, or just anything and, and seeing his, you know, his his whole every sense he has kind of perk up and, and get excited about what we're about to see in nature. Um, I mean, it's, it, it is. It's a it's like a symphony all around you. And I think Walter Anderson really nailed it with with that quote. He, he really did. He really did. And, uh, you know, I, I thank you for continuing to inspire people around you to enjoy the great outdoors. Hey, listen, um, you, uh, you're, you're going to, you've been really focused on anti-corruption legislation and you're going to make a, another run at it this year. Talk to me about where you are in that process and where, where do you expect this to go? Yeah, Ricky. So look, I'm very passionate about trying to prevent, um, 
prevent people from stealing or embezzling state funds. You know, when when anybody takes money away from a municipality or, or the state, you know, the state level, they're taking money from teachers. They're taking money away that we could be using for a teacher pay raise or for an, for a pay raise for another uh, government entity. If you take it from a municipality, you're taking they're taking it from your local ball fields or from uh, from your local parks. And that's very important. That's the people's money. And when we have people that we trust in a position to to accept money or to deal with the the state or the municipal or county coffers and if they take from those i think they ought to be held accountable to a degree where you know we have a list or we have a registry uh if you will where once convicted they go on that registry and they they remain on that registry until they pay those funds back or until they serve their time because, look, it has happened in this state where someone would steal from a school district in, in one part of the state, move to a completely other side of the state and, and go right back into the school district and be dealing with funds again. And look, registries, uh, you know, registries can be dangerous, but I think this registry will serve a, a very valuable purpose, and that is to protect uh, our our state monies, and which, which are the people's monies. You know, it, 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 Jeremy, it makes so much sense. Um I had Shad White, the state auditor, on recently, and right. one of the things I did before we talked is I went to headlines that involved the state auditor's office, and I think I think we had him, I don't know, two or three weeks ago, and I went back to maybe the end of September. Holy mackerel, man. I, first of all, I was amazed at two things. The amount of misuse of public funds that they've been focused on, and we're talking about Probably by the time you added up hundreds of millions of dollars. Absolutely. But then on top of that, the number of cases that that the state auditor's office has been involved in. And truthfully, Shad White takes no prisoners. He has been a terrific state auditor. But uh, but no matter if it's a you know hundred million dollars or three hundred fifty dollars, <laughs> uh, right. they're really focused on protecting the state's funds. But the fact that someone could do what you just mentioned, be in one district in North Mississippi and then come to work down here and no one ever know about it. Mm -hmm. uh, that's something we got to solve, isn't it? it? It is. Look, you know, we have a sex offender registry where we, you know, we know people that are not trustworthy around our children and we put them. And of course, that that registry lasts, uh, you know, for life in most instances. Uh, but it's, it's also important that these folks have have proven themselves not trustworthy with the people's monies. And, and we need to to make sure that that, you know, hiring entities within our government understand that this person is not trustworthy or that they have not paid back their fines. And look, the, the, the law that I'm crafting will build in a an incentive for them to pay that back, to pay the monies back and any retribution back because they can they can have their names removed from the list uh, that way. And and look, we just have so many instances where uh, the money's not being paid back, the time's being served, and then folks are just getting right back into it. And and look, they'll once you once you steal once, it's it's not unlikely that you're you're gonna do it again. I hear you. This is Senator Jeremy England, and we're just kind of talking about what's on his mind these days. When we come back, I want to talk more about workforce development is going to be, I mean, it's, it comes up all the time as it relates to economic development, educational opportunities at places like Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. It's one of the most important things we can do, and I know this is something you've been talking about for an awful long time, and it's one of our keys to success, to be honest with you. When we come back, we'll continue that part of the conversation and see what else is on Jeremy's mind. We'll see you after this work. You 
can also listen live to Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on your Amazon Alexa devices. Once you've enabled the skill, just say, Alexa, open Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast. Talking to the people that help make the coast such a unique place to live. This is Coast View with Ricky Matthews on Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1. Welcome back to Coast View. We have Senator Jeremy England with us today. And, and Jeremy has done a really good job of staying focused on uh, some legislation that he has proposed, anti-corruption legislation that would actually ultimately create what is called a public funds offender registry. And you may not think something like that is necessary, but you again, you come back to the number of people that Shad White is either has either um, um, charged or in the process of investigating currently. I mean, it is, unfortunately, there's just a few too many people who are engaged in somehow misusing or stealing public funds. And, and it's, it's a long list, isn't it, Jeremy? It is. It's it's unfortunately long, and and you know I'm hopeful that this will help uh, add an uh, additional level of deterrent uh, to people not to do this, but also to remove people from the system that are that are proven to uh, yeah. to be offenders. Well, good luck in your efforts on that. Let's yeah, shift gears. You. you know, when I have Mary Graham um, from Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College, I'm I'm a product of Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College. I talk about it all the time. The community college system in Mississippi is one of the best in the United States. Mississippi Gulf Coast Community College is one of the best in the state. Therefore, they're one of the most important, most you know, strongest in the United States. But their efforts to reach out to industrial partners and be focused on on job skills development, which is it's just as significant as sort of the, the educational side, which is if you're going on to a four-year university. Their partnerships with, with Ingalls, and this goes on and on, but we talk about job <coughs> workforce development all the time. We can't do enough in that area, can we? No, we can't. Uh, and and like you mentioned before, this is you know this is so transformational for our state. You know, we always worry about brain drain and and what we can do. And look, when I've talked to developers and to other companies looking to come into Mississippi, that's one of the first questions they ask, or one of the first things they talk about is is workforce development and having a a trained and available and ready workforce. Uh, and and uh, Dr. Graham has has been instrumental on that. And look, my wife's also a product of Gulf Coast uh, Community College, so we've. We've got a frame ha- hanging up in the house with 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 that as well. Um, but but looking even further, that, you know, community college and high school, um, what we've got in Jackson County that I'm really proud of is our, our Economic Development Foundation, uh, the, the Chamber of Commerce here in Jackson County and the United Way uh, Foundation have put together a plan they call P3, which is passion, purpose and paycheck. Uh, and I tell you, that has been uh, something really interesting to learn about. They've got uh, career coaches in high schools now here in Jackson County. And what they're doing is they're finding out what what these students' passions are. But, you know, students that maybe not want to go to college or may not want to take that route, and they're putting them in in, in positions where they can have apprenticeships with with Ingalls or they can learn about jobs available for them at Chevron or with Northrop Grumman or or any any entity. And then the, the community college uh, fits right into that. And look, Ingalls has this great program where they do a signing day uh, for apprentices that come in and they're going to go to work at Ingalls and they treat them just like an athlete. You know, they're proud of those students coming into their system. And these students are proud to sit at a table and, and sign that document and say, look, I'm going to start my career right out of high school and I'm going to have a great job. And, and man, what a great 
what a great honor for them and what a great thing for Mississippi to be able to build on that um, and, and just to have a, a great workforce development program. I'm, I'm committed to making sure we do everything we can to uh, to assist that. So is there a legislative role that, that can that can be played to help you know bolster that? There is. So, um, you know, obviously with appropriation of funds, that's always going to be important and how we how we spend money. Uh, and, and you know, we just saw the Accelerate MS program uh, brought in. My good friend, Ron Miller, uh, who was a law school classmate of mine, is, is director of that program. And, and he talked recently about uh, different ecosystems that they're looking at and things that they can do. But 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 what the legislature can do is we can make sure uh, that we're we're listening to Ryan and we're listening to our economic development foundations on what our needs are in our community as far as infrastructure goes. Infrastructure is always a big one. Look, safety, uh, safe, safe communities, a, a company that moves and wants to have a workforce in an area, wants to make sure that their workforce is going to be safe. Uh, good education, they're going to look at that. Um, but, but of course, the, uh, the the trained workforce that you have there. When we appropriate monies, and when we when we appropriate monies to schools, particularly like like Jackson County has a request right now that's been uh, that's got a very high rating from the from the business council on their CTE program and upgrades the CTE program, which is career training uh, education. By the way, I, I recently uh, said VoTech, and I was uh, told that was an old term. I don't need to say VoTech anymore. So it's CTE, and and look, we're building that in Mississippi and the legislature legislature is appropriating funds that that go directly to that. So of course we have a a very big role. I saw that you know the governor continues to push really hard the the efforts to put Ryan Miller's efforts on steroids. I mean right. it's it's become that his efforts are becoming sort of a center stage for a lot of our innovative economic development efforts, isn't it? It is. And look, Ryan was here uh, just, I guess it was a couple weeks ago at Pascua High School. They had an apprenticeship day. It was apprenticeship week and they had a day there at the at the um, at the CTE Center. Uh, and we were fed by students there. Well, Ryan uh, was able to hear from our Economic Development Foundation folks, uh, Mary Martha Henson. And, and, and we also talked with Paige Roberts. So he heard what we're doing in Jackson County. And look, it's impressive. And I know he left impressed. So I think that will help him uh, in this very big job that he's undertaking. I know all those players very well. One last point, because we're coming to the end of our time together. I'm hoping the virus doesn't impact your session. As you pointed out to me in your note this morning, uh, you haven't had a session yet that didn't have some kind of normality to it because of the because of the pandemic. So good luck, good luck on that point. Continue to be a good leader, man. Stand stand for what you believe in. I've I've always been impressed by that, and keep up the great work. Thank you, Ricky. I've learned to be nimble when it comes to this virus, so we're ready to go. You bet, buddy. You bet. This has been Senator Jeremy England. And uh, anyway, have a great day and we'll see you tomorrow. Thanks so much, Ricky. Super Talk Mississippi Gulf Coast 103.1 on Facebook. Facebook.com slash Super Talk MS Coast 103.1. A Super Talk Mississippi media production.